Hello and welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you, listener, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever time of day you are listening to this podcast. Um, This is Cecily, your host. (laughs) So if you're new here, um, my podcast is very much an on-the-go podcast. I'm usually doing something or moving around um, while recording. So, yes, you are along with me on my journey for the day. Um, Currently, I'm in Texas. I'm headed to the salon to do some work. And I am uh, just excited about the day. I do have, I had, so the weather has been a little weird and I've been in three states in the last two weeks. And so I think (laughs) my body is like, okay, what are you doing with the climate? The climate has been so different. So coming into Texas, it was really muggy and hot initially. And then the next day I was here, it was raining and then it was cold. And so it's just, it's kind of flipping around. So I'm really getting over uh, a really short cold. This It hadn't lasted more than a day. This is like day three. Day two was yesterday. And so I do sound a little strange, I know, but <laughs> I'm okay. I'm very much alive in here. Uh, so if you hear me, um, you know, clearing my throat or anything, that's why I have... Uh, I have overcome the grave. Okay, so (laughs) y'all know I'm dramatic. So anyway, this topic for today is the, it's called carrier oils. So I, I want to talk about it because, so you know, you guys know I make products at, you can find my products at CecilyWyatt.com. I I make a, an organic um, scalp oil that promotes growth, stimulates your follicles. And I also make an edge butter. And this summer, I have shampoo and conditioner coming out. So, woo, so exciting. Um, but one thing that I learned in my research phase, like now almost two years ago, was that a lot of the oils that were necessary for growth could not be used directly on the skin or the the face or the hair or the scalp. Um, They had to be placed inside of what you would call a carrier oil. One day I was, when I was in beauty school, there was this um, company that came to do a like presentation. And when they did the presentation, they took two Ritz crackers. They put one in one cup and one in another. And they got your basic baby oil, you know, Johnson and Johnson, just regular baby oil. And they filled up one cup with the, with the cracker in it. And then in the other cup, they used their product and they filled it up or, you know, went halfway up with their product. And then he began to talk to us about how things are received into the pores, into the skin, how our body works. You know, he went step by step and as he was talking he uh, he just let you know whatever was happening to the crackers he let it happen so after about 10 minutes he said okay so now we're going to go back and look at what happened to the crackers when he pulled the cracker out of the baby oil 
it literally it looked shiny it looked it glistened of course but he tapped it on the desk and it still had a snappy sound when he broke it in half it still had a little crunch to it like it was still very much intact (laughs) um and you're like oh that's great no it's not great so listen when he went to the one his product which was all of the essential oils plus a carrier that cracker had turned into mush it was like butter it was like disintegrated what does that mean so that means that baby oil doesn't actually penetrate into your pores at all like it doesn't go in and it really sits on top and it slides off you ever notice when you like brush up against something there's the baby oil it comes right off well when you have the proper carrier for what you're trying to get into the body or you know into the follicle it it actually penetrates in to where you can tell the difference there's no wiping off one of the things I noticed because I did for my research for my product I I was sending oils back you know I had companies that would send me oil and they'd say oh yeah it's 100% organic oh yeah it's great and I'm like okay awesome send it to me so I would get like little bottles and I would see if I like the consistency if I like the company and because I have 18 different oils in my my oil my product and so they would send it to me and then I would when I get the product and I looked at the label it would say yes 100% organic with glycerin with uh vegetable oil you know it would just have some extra something and I send it back I'm like no I don't want this I want 100% no additives no anything extra I just want the organic oil that I requested right so now that I perfected the formula and now that I found the right company that is that has a level of integrity with their oils that I deem necessary for my product you guys yesterday I was doing a sewing on a girl and I oil her scalp like I do everybody's with my with Cecily's Organics limited avocado and I kept reorder we I kept reoiling her scalp because it kept drinking up the oil. You couldn't tell like it didn't have that greasy um, look to it. It looked like her scalp had just sucked it right up. And I put quite a bit, and it was just like it was on that scalp. You massage it in, and then it disappeared. And I'm like, wow, it doesn't even look. And I realized, like, duh, says when you have a quality product, it actually works. It goes in and does what it's supposed to do. Her scalp is not going to look shiny and greasy. And, (laughs) you know, you're not going to see oils just sitting up on top of her scalp. Because these oils actually went in and they're doing the work. They're doing the job. So, my point and what what I'm trying to get to is this. God has created us in the earth to be carriers of his glory, to be carriers of his presence, to be, to be, to embody the Holy Ghost and also to look like his son, Jesus, to look like the father, to look like his son. And as carriers of the glory of God, of the anointing of God, of the presence of God, I really believe that God wants to use us 
to get something to the people. I've had so many people that have read the Bible or gathered scripture and interpreted it in their own way. And of course, interpreted it wrong a lot of the times. And then they have this opinion about God and an opinion about um, the Holy Ghost. (laughs) And really, it's wrong. You know, it's like, no, but do you see the love in that scripture? Do you see do you see God's heart in that? And a lot of times they don't. And so as us being carriers of the oil of God, carriers of his anointing, carriers of his presence, there's something that God needs to get to other people. And we are so privileged that he uses us to do it. Like he, he actually trusts us enough to, to be able to get things to people that they wouldn't otherwise get any other way. I know that I'm not called to everybody, but to the people that I am called to, and it's, and I want to say this, I don't think we should try to make the gospel palatable. Like it is some really hardcore truths in that word that it absolutely, it is what it is. There's no gray area. This is a sin. This, you know, this is what it is. This is what it's not. But a lot of times, you know, I've seen it where pastors want to make it sound sweeter and better to kind of soften up the blow. Um, I do not agree with that. (laughs) But what I do believe is that the spirit in which something is given is important. And the prayer surrounding what's given. I remember having a, a boss back in the day when I was young and I was working. One of my first jobs was at Lane Bryant. And I loved Lane Bryant's clothes. And so I'm like, ooh, I want to work there so I can get discounts. And and I'm working there. And there was this lady, um, my boss, and she was super mean. Uh, everybody feared her. She was just like always on one, always had an attitude, always just so mean. And so I would be in the back room and I would be, you know, folding the clothes and, you know, unpacking boxes and doing stuff. And she would come back there and um, talk to me. And so I remember going home many, many, many days. And I'm like, God, save Miss Kathy, save her, God, in the name of Jesus. And I would be on my face, like weeping, like, God, save her, God, like just crying out. And one day she came to the back room and she said, when you get a minute, I want to hear about this Jesus. And I was like, huh? Like what? (laughs) And the reason she even knew I was a Christian is because when I was in the back, I had um, tapes on from like church or a worship plan or something. I would just play like stuff because I was the only person back there typically. And so I'm back there for hours, refolding clothes, rehanging, like hanging clothes up, restocking and things like that. So it's just complete silence. So I would play my little music or do my little, you know, have something going that I wanted to hear. And so she would, I guess, come back and she's heard, you know, she heard. And out of respect for people, like, I would turn it down. And then when they leave, I'd turn it back up. But I guess she heard it because she was like, I want to hear about this Jesus. And I knew it had almost nothing to do with the fact that she heard something. She knew who, you know, she knew who um, I was by the spirit. 
And then she was also now open because I prepared and prayed and warred for her in in private. So I'm just believing God that she did come to know him because the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous avail much. And then that brings me to something else too, guys. We have to really, man, there's been something on, uh, I don't know about y'all, but I know for me, there's been this thing where it's like almost like trying to stop me from praying like some hidden thing in my mind that assumes that God is not going to answer or hear. And so it has really thwarted a little bit, like how I go after things in prayer. And just in that testimony and just remembering Miss Kathy, my, um, my old boss, man, I'm like, you know what? No, because it didn't take 10 years, y'all. I literally warred for her probably about two days in a row. I came home from work and I hit my knees and I'm like, God, do it. I was so young, too. I was just like in love with the Lord and so aware of what he could do. And I was just like, God, save her. Ah, I remember crying like as if somebody had died. I was just like, she has to get saved. And how often do we do that for our loved ones? How often do we really just lay it out and just really like split ourselves open for someone else and it has nothing to do with us you know a carrier a vessel if you think about a vessel if you think about a huge bowl of 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 chips and guac or something like it's it's to feed people it's for the people the vessel is for the people the vessel is not for itself you know the the guacamole bowl is not going to (laughs) inhabit that guac it's just the guac is just going to sit there. And let me tell you something else, too, that God has been, like, dealing with me on. Same example. You have this bowl of guacamole, and it's sitting there. If it doesn't get eaten, it's going to go brown, and it's going to go bad, right? Some of us are just sitting as vessels, filled, and not feeding anybody. It's just like you're just there. It is all about you. And and, and it's all about, okay, I'm going to make it through this next day or this next moment. And then, oh, I made it. Praise God. And when you wake up the next day, you have any kind of inconvenience, you fall apart. You fall apart on God. You give up on, on, on prayer, on life. And it's like we have to get to a point where we know who God is for us so much that we are not moved and also when we are giving of ourselves in a kingdom way as the lord has ordained for us to do and we are being uh useful to the kingdom man it's like he deals with everything else that is dealing with us the reason why you're fighting these battles it's like on your own so to speak is because you forget that you are a vessel to the Lord for his use. Like in 2 Timothy 20, it says that in, in, a, in a large house, there are vessels of clay and silver and gold and, and wood. And some are for honor and some are for dishonor. But as I was saying, a vessel is not for itself. We need to be vessels of honor unto the Lord. And it's and it's for him. And even in it's some people, like I met this woman, she's a wife. And when I was in my like third or fourth year of marriage, I wanted to do... I learned some really key principles that God taught me about selflessness in marriage and how he was showing me like, I got you. Whatever you do, though, for this man, do it as unto me. 
the Lord is saying. He did that. He said for, for him, he said, he said for me to do it as unto the Lord. And he said, I got you. And I was like, but God, what is my husband going to do? He said, don't worry about that. I got him. I just need you to honor him and to do these things as unto me. And once you get this, then we'll go on to something else. And so I began this campaign. <laughs> Y'all, I started this thing, this club called the Freaky Wives Club. And I even had a blog and everything. <laughs> and it really wasn't anything about being freaky. Some of it was. But the Freaky Wives Club was just like my way of helping wives to honor their husband and not look for anything in return. Like, because what happens is when you do that and you do it with that heart, if you do it with the heart of, okay, I'm about to get him this PlayStation and he better, when my birthday comes, he better, he better show out. He better do. It's like, okay, that it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like that heart behind it depicts your reward. But man, when I started to serve my husband and to love on my husband without a motive behind it, without saying, okay, now he better. Man, I stopped looking for anything. I didn't look for nothing. I, I said, okay, God, you're my reward. Reward me. You do it because this is for you, unto you, for this husband that you blessed me with. And I begged you for it. I begged you for a husband. You gave me a husband. He's wonderful. Let me love on him. As, as a token of my appreciation unto you, God. And God, man, first of all, God honored me. Secondly, my husband began to honor me. And it wasn't immediate because I had to learn something. If he had started uh, in the beginning when I started, you know, doing these random acts of kindness, then I would have thought, okay, there's my re reward. No, he didn't do it for a while. But once he got it and once he saw like, oh, wow, like my wife is amazing. Let me, man, I never, my table never went without flowers. He kept flowers, fresh flowers on my table. And it wasn't, he put them on the table. He handed them to me and said, baby, I love you. I appreciate you. You're amazing. I'm like, oh, wow, thank you. And flowers are like one of my lovely, I love flowers. I love receiving flowers. And so, um, I just wanted to say all of that to say, like, why are we here? I think we've gotten so focused on this self. It's almost noxious to me to think about, I see on Instagram, all these women is like, love on yourself, girl, do this and get your vacation and do your thing. And it's like, a part of it is good to remember, but another part makes me feel sad and, and a little bit like there's something about this ain't right because it's taking the focus off of why we're here. The kingdom of God and his righteousness being established in the earth is our number one priority. Us looking like Jesus is our number one priority. Everything else is secondary. And when we focus on the kingdom and the king, the king and his kingdom, he actually takes care of everything else concerning us. And it, it makes for the best kind of, of, of uh, equation, I promise you. So I just want to encourage somebody today, like, we are the carriers of the presence of God. We are carriers of the of his anointing, of his oil, of of him. We are Jesus in the earth. And so I would love for us to refocus our attention on why he put us here. What why did he create you in such a way? Yes, there's vessels of gold, silver, clay, wood. Yes, there's vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. Um why did he make you? How did he shape and form you? What was the purpose behind it? Ask. 
And when we go into our everyday, it's not just to survive and to come out without anxiety and, 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 and some type of mental health breakdown. But our days are built for who we can touch and encourage and show the light of and the love of God to bring them into the kingdom of God. Because we are called to go out and make disciples and bring them in. And and, and I used to be young and zealous and, and I'd be like, everybody needs to get saved today. <laughs> but I'm realizing sometimes it's a long game. Sometimes God puts people in my life who I know for years, 10 years, and they ain't got saved yet. But I just keep living in front of them and loving them. And if God gives me a word, I drop a little word. But I'm not like overly spiritual and like, you know. But but I have people I, I'm thinking of right now I've known for 20 years. Still don't know God. And I'll, I'll, I'll encourage them. I mean, they get drunk like the best of them. Like they, I mean, I know these people. And I'm just like, okay. But God, you're going to have your way because I'm going to continue to be a vessel of honor unto you. And I'll continue to love on them. And adding prayer, fervent prayer that comes from the heart. That's why we can't have bitterness, unforgiveness. He says, if you come to the altar with your gift and you have this against your brother has all against you, go get it right. Because I realize like any type of something in the heart actually hinders prayer. So you're like, why is my prayer not working? I thought the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous avail much. Well, when I was praying for Miss Kathy, I was in such a place of freedom and peace and love. I loved everybody. Okay. I had nothing hindering my prayers from absolutely going straight to the throne. So, but when we have like, oh, I'm mad at her. Well, look, she gonna have to apologize before I forgive her. Then, and then you're like, well, I'm gonna pray for my mama and my auntie to get saved. And then nothing happens. It's because you got to get that stuff right first. So if that means you got to talk it out with the person, or sometimes I'm I'm realizing that you don't get to really even get closure with them. You sometimes just have to realize like, it is what it is. This is their personality. I do. I forgive them. Yes, I do forgive them. But God, this really hurts. And I forgive them. But the actual residue of what they did to me, still, I feel it. But I don't want my prayers hindered. So God, you go in and do whatever you need to do. It's a part of our faith walk. It's it's a part of our believing in God that he can and will, in fact, truly heal us. And he will and he can. So I've bounced all over the planet. <laughs> and now we are back to where we started, which is that we want to be carriers of the presence of God. We want to, yes, we want to do self-care and all of that stuff, but we also want to remember why he caused us to be born and alive. And that is for his glory and his honor. And everything else is secondary. Everything else, he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things shall be added unto you. The Gentiles, they seek after. The sinners, they want to know what kind of car they're going to have next and all of this stuff. He said, but for you, find out what the kingdom is, is doing and its righteousness. And he said, all that other stuff that they seek after will be added unto you. He said, your father knows what you need before you even ask. But seek ye first the kingdom. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this day. Sorry, y'all. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you, Lord, for um, just the opportunity to speak to whoever is listening. I pray that this will spark something of remembrance in them. Lord, that we are carriers of your glory, of your presence. And Lord, I just pray that 
God, that um, you'll fill us with again with your anointing, God. Lord, that even all these vessels, I just imagine they're all different shapes and sizes. Lord, they're all different colors and and makes. But God, you you know each of us by name. You know us, God. So fill us with your glory, Lord God, in our shape, in our size, and let us be a reflect a reflection of you in the earth, a reflection of your goodness in the earth, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, for every person that has been having struggles in their mind, Lord, where they're fighting these thoughts. God, I pray that you, even through this podcast, it showed them that if they you said you would keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you so god i thank you for the person whose mind is literally going crazy lord that as they begin to keep their mind on you you would keep them in perfect peace in the name of jesus so god i bless i bind a spirit of schizophrenia uh, a manic a manic spirit i bind you in the name of jesus and i loose a sound mind over the listener in jesus name and not just for a moment but i thank you that they would go with a sound mind in jesus name so god i bless every person listening i bless every hearer in jesus name amen okay Y'all, I will talk to y'all next week, hopefully sounding like myself again. And (laughs) yes, have a wonderful day. Bye.